I think based on what I was seeing in the market, I thought this was the time to go out there and really show the investment market that we had something that could really transform a certain, you know, this particular, uh, I guess, segment of, of a company post-COVID. And, uh, I, I, you know, I guess I, I'm very lucky that I got some equally motivated and interested investment partners early on. In fact, it was less than three months. It was only a couple of weeks. They not only knew what goes on at a board, you know, they've, they've worked across you know, multiple different markets, the US and Asia, and just was aware of the size of the problem that I was, you know, trying to convince them of. So was it was just the right time, really. Well, let's talk about what it was you were trying to convince them of. You've got a platform which you say will increase the efficiency and effectiveness of board and shareholder operations. One simple question, how? Shaparency digitizes board shareholder meetings by taking a lot of that manual work into the digital sphere, into a platform. Everything from scheduling and, and operating a board or shareholder meeting through taking minutes, through to voting, the storing of documents, through to document signing, you know, adding additional tools in over time, integrated conferencing, you know, option and cap table management tools, and, and, and the list will go on in terms of our development roadmap. It's actually one of those spaces that lacks a lot of digitization at all. So, you know, if you take that whole process, we've, it's actually not that, I guess, difficult to think about how you could digitize it. We're already doing that in different elements of how a company operates. And at a board level, based on a lot of what goes on, you know, this, was, this is sort of the last stronghold of digital transformation. So that's how it, it does it. And it does it on a blockchain basis. The blockchain is is kind of the last part of what we'll roll out over the next six months because it really is just a secure layer and, and you know that sits, I guess, underneath the platform. That's not a very good technical way of describing it, but for for anyone else listening, it sort of supports and powers how we will store data and how we will process some of the transactions. On a little bit more detail, how we are using blockchain is primarily around uh, document signatures, voting, proxy voting, uh, resolutions, and also getting further into sort of document management. And this shines a real light on the current processes because we can immutably or prove without it being tampered that certain activities have happened right through to even digital notices. So if you've signed a document, we can prove that Robin signed a document. If you have received a digital meeting notice for an AGM. We can prove that you've received it and viewed it. These are all the things that have, I guess, held the, this part of the industry up when it comes to company or corporate governance. And so blockchain really does tackle this efficiently and it will, beyond us, transform the whole industry. And talking of transforming an industry, you're not just a London startup. You're not just setting up in the UK. I understand that you, you launch simultaneously in four centres around the world even further since discussions and the launch went on because we are a, a, from day one a global business it's a you know software as a service platform allowing self-service for any company really from whether you have three shareholders up to 30,000 if, if there were that there's that many that you can technically onboard into the platform and that is one of our points of difference that I guess we could get into and with that in mind and we sit really above governance. We're a productivity and collaboration tool for boards and shareholder operations. And so we can launch simultaneously in any market that at this point speaks English. And we've been able to do that. We've had key partnerships in Australia, in Malaysia, in Singapore. We've got customers onboarding this week alone in 
Singapore, Thailand, Malaysia, the UK, Hong Kong. So these are around certain sectors that we've targeted early, but the timing and the need state was right. So we've got really no border limitations. Is this something for the current pandemic or is this something that you see growing in the post-COVID-19 landscape? That's a really good question. The current board and shareholder situation globally is, again, one of the last sort of areas that I think lacks a lot of digitization. Less than 15% of boards globally are using any type of board technology. There's various reasons for this, and that is, I mean, the stats are actually the same in most countries, but particularly the UK, the average board member is a 61-year-old male. Less than 50% of them have any knowledge of the technology disruption that's going on in their own industry. So the, the composition of boards is actually the reason why there's not a lot of technology that's been adopted. And so as diversity is changing, and that comes from age, gender, ethnicity, and obviously technology proficiency, you know, boards are starting to, they need to be tackling having technology proficient directors. And, you know, there's, there's pushes from different sectors to even include, you know, younger technology entrepreneurs on, on, on listed company boards to really help them drive the digital conversation. It was already happening, but COVID really put, you know, as I like to say, a bit of rocket fuel behind it because all of a sudden, in most companies that could hardly run a conference facility, let alone, you know, set up a digital environment to schedule a meeting and take minutes in an online environment and, you know, do digital voting. I mean, you know, Tesco didn't, didn't even invite their own shareholders to their AGM, you know, which has contra- contravened to shareholder rights. Uh, Shell has had, you know, uh, 11% downturn in shareholder turnout because of COVID. So there's all these things that, are, that have just really highlighted the need for digital transformation at a board level. So beyond this, in fact, the market size is showing that it's going to nearly triple in size. RegTech as a whole is nearly a $60 billion market by 2023. And that includes board and shareholder technology. These digital solutions you mentioned that were already around, there obviously wasn't a huge take up. I I, I feel, uh, and I have to put my cards on the table here as a 61-year-old male myself, why aren't I on a board if that's (laughs) the profile? Um, But tell, tell me a little bit more about how the process works. So, and I'll tackle that first part. There is technology out there and, you know, there's a handful of it. It's a really underserved market, but it's largely solutions for really large enterprise businesses, you know, FTSE 100, Fortune 500 types, and it's old style software. And I think the adoption curve has struggled with it at that level. But as the broader market starts to adapt solutions and sees the importance of digitizing, and that's that's private companies, corporate secretary firms, trust firms, you know, startups from, you know, very early on should be adopting governance and they will be. You're going to see, you know, that that transform as as they grow into much mature companies. But also the technology that we've built is really focused on user experience. So whether you're a 61-year-old male or whatever your technology, uh, I guess, proficiency is on, on a spectrum, We've really focused on making it easy. And there's little things that that happen that can help um, it being adopted quicker, such as, you know, what we've discovered during our research is a lot of people don't like reading off a digital screen because of their eyesight or or the brightness of the the screen. So we're, we're the only platform on the market that offers a dark mode. I mean, real simple user experience features that you'd think are 
quite obvious, but you can switch a button and our whole platform goes dark. So it's, re it's much easier to read. And this also helps with things like digital fatigue, which a lot of directors complain about, spending so much time in, in front of screens. But also the way we've developed it to, to develop tutorials and onboarding support that, that really helps that self-service element. So when you are invited for a board to use this technology, you know, all you really have to do is turn up, open up the document, read it like you would on like a Kindle comment and annotate like you would. And we do all that in a secure environment. And that, that last part is key, which we can get into. It's far more secure. So if you need any other motivation that it saves time and it's easier, it's far more secure than what people, most companies are doing right now. We, we talked about blockchain earlier. Is, is that what makes for the security? Uh, you, you say you've got a far more secure environment. It's part of it for sure, but it's actually more, of it. it's more secure just when you contrast it, what a lot of companies are doing. Now, I don't want to generalize, but I know that there are listed companies, I only had conversations recently with someone on a board, and they still send board packs via email. You know, they don't have any type of secure environment. They're not using any vault facilities, login. You know, that's, it's so unsecure for listed companies. But when you go into private companies, they don't really use any tool. You know, there is, you know, cloud storage systems like Google Drive and, and uh, Dropbox, of course. And we're not trying to replace any of this. It's, we will integrate with some of these tools over time. But it's the, the fact that any data on our platform is already secure just in the way we've got standard security protocols. And then we encrypt all of the data that's on that platform. And then when you add that third layer of blockchain, by contrast, it's a thousand percent more secure than what most companies are doing with their current board prep. They send around multiple meetings to their directors and committees to chase up the board materials. That can take 20 different emails. Things get lost. Things get, can get sent to the wrong person. The way that minutes are uh, uh, shared and Word documents and things can be edited. Versioning is really important. I know of companies where, you know, that's where fraud happens. So there's, there's, there's different iterations of things that we can justify or I can share that makes it secure because we track everything. If you open a, open a document, we know Robin looked at it. We know he edited it. We know everything. And we, we store that in our database. And then over time, obviously, we'll store that in our blockchain. So if something was ever changed, we, we maintain a copy of that original version as a really small example of the types of security we can offer companies. Well, we've seen this huge shift in working practices, but obviously there's been a huge reduction in the amount of paper being generated and i understand you you have your own commitment to that yeah and that's probably the thing i'm you know just as if not more passionate about is as i was thinking about this idea late last year and coming into covid and we, we, we kicked it off it, it became obvious to me that there is a inherent and integrated environmental cause or responsibility that we could you know bolt on with this business in the fact that by forcing people to go digital, we're inadvertently saving the environment. So by tying the two together and incentivizing companies, we actually, we actually help our own commercial purposes because we force them to, you know, or encourage them to use the platform more. And by, what that does and how we do that is we track every bit of paper, essentially, via a document that's used within the platform, something that you sign something that's used as a board pack digitally, something that is used for voting, any notices, any of that sort of thing, we can sort of add up to an accumulation of paper that's not been printed, right? And then from there, there's a known formula of the amount of pages that, 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 accumulate, uh, that calculate up to a full tree. It's, it's roughly 8,333. So for every tree that you save using our platform, 
we will plant a tree on your behalf. That's the first thing we do. We also are, are allowing you to offset your own meetings, any meeting, board meeting, shareholder meeting, and I assume you could use the tool if you have other meetings. By clicking a button within our meeting portal, you can also pay to offset that entire meeting. And that can, for, for as little as six pound, with 10 members attending a meeting, you can completely make that whole meeting carbon neutral. And then we can take all of that and we can report to you on your CSR activities. We can provide you with annual reports, certificates on any trees we've planted. So we really, really want to demonstrate to companies that it's not just, we're not just saying, hey, go digital because we like things to go digital and, you know, we want, you know, you to use our platform. You're actually going to do something meaningful as an outcome. And that's, that's really important to us. So we've really integrated into the entire business model.